Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Happy Tuesday, it is uh, the Kona Edge. My name is Brad Brown. It's awesome to have you with us once again. And today we wrap up our chat with uh, an absolute legend. He's been racing uh, Ironman triathlon for the best part of four decades. I mean, that is just phenomenal. If you haven't heard his story, uh, yeah, go back and check it out. The the link is in the show notes to this episode. But uh, phenomenal, phenomenal story. Uh, We chat to Rudolf von Berg Sr. He's got a son who's uh, a pretty decent triathlete in his own right as well, uh, making waves on the professional circuit. But uh, Rudolf Sr. is an absolute legend. And we chat a little bit about his nutrition approach to triathlon in today's episode. And it is brought to you by S Fuels. Every now and again, a truly unique product comes along for far too long. Triathlon nutrition has been pretty much more of the same. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Uh, Sugar-laden bars and drinks. You throw in some salt and toss in some caffeine and uh, that's pretty much it. Sound familiar? Well, the good news is for the last three years, a new company called Spike Free have been developing and testing several endurance sport fuel products. They're designed to train your body to use fat for fuel, which enables you as a triathlete to go longer and avoid the dreaded spike or bonk. They contain no sugar, honey, syrups. There's no sugar alcohols, wheat or oats, as well as cheap protein, which means uh, you can also avoid gut and GI distress because that is very common in endurance sports, as you well know. The product is called S-Fuels, and more and more triathletes are starting to use them. The good news is you can too. S-Fuels was launched in the ultra running space uh, recently and the response has been phenomenal. If you're in the United States and you'd like to try S-Fuels out, all you have to do is click on the link in your podcast player uh, right now or in the show notes below this episode of the Cone Edge and they'll send you a free box. They'll even pay for the shipping. So yeah, absolutely free. As they say in my neck of the woods, mahala. Uh, you can uh, get your box of S-Fuels bars. What you can do as well is text the word S-Fuels, that's S-F-U-E-L-S, to 44222, and they'll send you, or I'll send you the details of uh, how you can get your free box. I'll send you the coupon code and the link where you can check out uh, and get that box for free right now. That's S-Fuels, S-F-U-E-L-S, to 44222. Today's Coach's Corner brought to you by Superfly Coaching. They've helped dozens of athletes reach Ironman Kona, the 70.3 World Championships, and even the Olympic Games. Their coaches, along with Joe Friel, have written several books on training methodologies. Their experienced coaches are uniquely qualified to recognize your skills while addressing your weaknesses. Their coaches have already helped athletes just like you reach their goals, so let them help you. Whether you're attempting to release pounds or shave off a few seconds, they're with you every step of the way. Are you interested in upping your game from acceptable to exceptional? By partnering with your passion and their experienced coaches, you can reach your full potential. Their coaching plans are like their clients. No two are alike. Once you've chosen your service level that works best for you, your coach will begin to develop your customized plan. Don't let stuff issues ruin your race from coaching to nutritional advice they cover it all to discover more about superfly coaching head over to the conaedge.com forward slash coaching and don't forget if you're a coach or have a coaching business and would like to get a plug on the podcast head over to the conaedge.com forward slash coaching Rudolph, as far as nutrition goes you mentioned as well that you've you you very sort of 
particular about what you eat and, and your nutrition. It's, I mean, we've spoken about the three sports, but I mean, there's a fourth discipline to triathlon and it is nutrition. Yes, and I think it's the one that maybe most uh, triathletes have a, a hard time to master. It's strange, you know, they, they do all these very hard training, very hard workout. And in a certain way, what you would think is the easiest way, easiest thing to do is to control your nutrition, to arrange your healthy nutrition. There they fail. You know, so many times I hear, that, come on, you know, I'm training 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 hours a week. Even some pros are telling you that. I can eat whatever I want when I come back. And I say, no, no, you cannot train, you cannot eat uh, any way, anything you want. You really have to consider that triathlon, okay, it's three sports, but then you have the fourth one is nutrition. And of course, I'm not even talking about the stretching and the strength. Let's put that you know, aside. But nutrition is really the fourth one. It's really an important one. It's not because you bike six hours that you can come back home, home and eat, excuse me, the world, the word, but garbage calories. You know, all the worst fast uh, food and fast sugars and saturated fat that you want. And that tastes good. Yeah, it tastes good because you did six hours of bike. No, you're basically losing all the benefits of your, of your six hours of biking by eating so poorly after. So, and I've noticed that really time, time and again that it's very hard for people to master nutrition. Um, sometimes I'm wondering why. I mean, is it training so hard that, that maybe sometimes they, they start to hate their training, that they feel that they have to go to do the thing they really like is to is to eat whatever you know comes there and usually the the tastiest food are the, the you know the, the most unhealthy the ones. <laughs> yeah for, for 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 most people I, I i don't i don't really understand that psychological uh, obstacle that that forms n- nutrition so anyway um Okay, I went, already when I was in San Diego in '86, I started to learn a lot about nutrition, and I started to to you know to discard many things. I mean, here in the home, we don't eat meat anymore. You know, we don't eat meat for 20 years. You know, we don't eat uh, red meat. Uh, you know, veal, pork, and all that. We only eat uh, poultry. We only eat chicken or or grilled fish or uh, and, and 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 turkey. You know, for the for the for the protein of of the meat. We you know. We, when I'm talking about nutrition, I, I feel that everybody knows. I mean, it's, in, it's there in the information world. Everybody knows what we have to do. So I feel dumb in a certain way. I, I, I feel so redundant when I'm saying these things. But it's so easy to eat, to eat well, you know. Uh, you know, in the morning at breakfast, I mean, we have, we have a huge oatmeal with some protein powder that I buy, I buy in the sports store around here with cranberries, chia seed, flax seeds. Uh, my wife crushes some almonds uh, in it. And, uh, and it's great. It's a fantastic breakfast. I mean, it's the healthier breakfast you can have. With, uh, we have that with skim milk. And that's it. We don't need croissant, viennoiserie, uh, bread with... Uh, whatever you want to put on it. I mean, it's just a, a typical breakfast uh, a staple that, that we have. After that, you know, we live in the, in the country of, of, of virgin uh, olive oil. We have, here in our property, we have 400 uh, olive oil, so we have our own olive oil. 
and we're lucky to have that. And so all our salads, our vegetables, we, we even cook with olive oil. I mean, it's the main, main uh, you know, oil that, that, that we use. But everybody knows that for, for, um, for carbohydrates, you, you, you just need, need to eat all the fruits and the, and the vegetables you want, and, and that's it. And for the fat, the olive oil is perfect uh, because it has very, very little uh, saturated fat. And, uh, no, we pretty much went, uh, went around what, what you're supposed to eat. It's not Here in France. We have fromage blanc. I don't know if you know what's fromage blanc. I don't know if it exists in, uh, I, I know in the States it doesn't exist. It's some, some kind of, uh, it, it looks like a yogurt, but it's not a yogurt. And, uh, and we eat that either, uh, 0% fat or, 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 or skim. And it's delicious. And you put fruit in it, and uh, and it's extremely healthy. And uh, and 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 you have also there some uh, you know protein from from um, from dairy products. And we have no problem with dairy products. We're not part of the of the gluten free uh, uh, you know world and and hysteria and all that. Um, even though for some people you know they're allergic to gluten, so it's fine. But it's you know less than zero point to I don't know one percent maybe of the population. So. Rudolf, from, you know, from a racing yeah. perspective, you mentioned in our first chat about racing uh, Boston without drinking or eating anything. Things have changed. How, how do you approach a, a race now from a nutrition point of view? Do you use gels? Is it all real food? What, what's, what's the deal when you race? Very simple. Uh, I, I still race and I still um, uh, take the fluids I was taking uh, 30 years ago when I, when, when, when I started to uh, you know, learn from my mistakes you know, after the first year. And um, I, I'm still of that old school, and and I consider that during these half Ironman or Ironman race, you do not want to eat anything solids. And in my view, also in the literature I, I have I have read, I mean it's basically scientifically proven that if you eat solids, it will take away some of the blood from your muscles that you absolutely need while you're biking and, and, and running. You want all the blood you have in your muscles. You don't want them to go to the liver and start to digest the solid food that you're taking. And there are so many athletes that keep on eating solid food you know, during their bike and then running. So I only, to answer specifically your question, I only uh, drink. I only take liquids, but I take lots of them. If you want to know in Hawaii, I counted them. I drink between 20 and 24 bottles during the bike. At every single station, except the first two, I'll take one bike of the product of the race, whatever brand it is, I am very adaptable. I have no allergy. I accept all brands in the world. I always try the brand of the race just before the race, but I always take that. I don't have my own nutrition bag at the half point or whatever. I feel they are completely uh, useless. Uh, if you take a bottle at every single age station and you finish it, you have plenty, you have all the calories you, 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 you want, you have all the electrolytes you want, you even, as far as I'm concerned, you even have all the sodiums you, you, you need, so I don't take sodium tablets. In fact, salt 
it's is banned in our in our in our nutrition for the whole year because I feel and also of course that's based on literature if the lesser salt you eat in a certain way the the more salt you your 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 uh your body keeps on keep on keeps on producing so the less chances you have running of running uh you know, out of out of uh, of salt in your body, um, and in the run, I drink only Coke. And you know why I drink only Coke? Because one day I heard in the in the eighties an interview of Mark Allen saying, "Oh, uh, Mr. Allen, what do you drink during the the marathon?" Oh, I drink Coke. <laughs> I heard that. No, I didn't know anything about anything. So I said, if Mark Allen drinks Coke, I think it should be okay for me. And since then, I've been drinking Coke, and it's perfect. And but, I, I've never bumped in a race in the last 30 years. I never had any problem. And, uh, and uh, so I think the nutrition, in, uh, it's not that hard a, a concept to master in, in, uh, in, in, in racing. Uh, you know, everything, in fact, is out there. You know, remember something in the 80s, we were doing Ironman in condition much worse than now. We did not have all these products. Nothing was existing. There was only Coke. There was, yes, a miserable banana here and there. And, and there was Gatorade. And we were doing it. And we were not bunking. I mean, providing you taking your, your fluid as you go along. Now you have all these brands. And, and and people keep on starting off problems of nutrition. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Is that they have too many brands, they try too many products, they take too many things, and then they have uh, you know a stomachal problem during during the race. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just uh, unique. Maybe I'm just lucky. I never have any of these problems. I only take the race, the race brand on race day, and then I take the clock on the run, and that's it. And no solids. I don't even take gels. So. Even though now I have, you know, for me- measure, I don't know, my son, Rudy takes gel. So he told me, no, dad, take at least two or three gels in your back pocket. So now, yes, I have two or three gels in my back pocket. I even swim with them. You know, they are, they are in, the, in the wetsuit. And usually I finish the race and I completely forgot about them. Oh, my, I still have my two gels. <laughs> Because no, because I, some somewhere I felt I didn't need them. You know, you know, you know. It's it's interesting. But once one time I needed them. It was at the triathlon of Cannes two months ago. Why? Because they completely changed the course before the, the race, and they eliminate all the aid station except one. So there was one aid station every five k, and that was not enough because I the the, the bike race was uh, over ninety kilometers more than 2,500 uh, altitude meter, which I did like a, like a bike race. So I was very depleted. And I had my two gels in my bike pocket, thanks to my son. And I, I, I used them during, during that race. But why? Just because the organization did not provide you know, aid station. But if the organization does their job and they have the aid station where they're supposed to be, everything is there. Um, in fact, the human being does not need anything else, and I'm repeating that the bike bottle that the race has, and uh, you know, and 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 the coke in the run, and you really don't need anything else. Believe me. Brilliant, 
Rudolf, thank you so much for your time. Much appreciated. Uh, I love chatting to you. I could chat to you for days. Uh, I'm sure you've got uh, thousands of stories to tell, but uh, it's been amazing. Thank you so much for your time on the Cone Edge. I hope I see you in South Africa in 2018. Uh, 70.3 World Championships. We will be there. Okay, I'll be there. <laughs> Cross fingers. And that's a wrap for this edition of The Code Edge. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Rudolf for sharing uh, his tips as well. And uh, thank you to S-Fuels for sponsoring this episode of The Cone Edge. If you're in the United States, get your free box of S-Fuels bars sent directly to you. They'll even cover the shipping. Just click on the link below in the podcast player or in the show notes or simply text the word S-Fuels. That's S-F-U-E-L-S to 44222. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Cone Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for the Kona Edge.